Welcome back to another episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. I'm Vincent Lancey, speaker and author of the book Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption. Want to know what it's really like to be an entrepreneur? Well, you came to the right place. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or looking to start your journey tomorrow or just someone who needs a little extra motivation to get through the day, this is the perfect podcast for you. This is the place where you will learn exactly what it's like in the world of entrepreneurship and hear authentic stories of entrepreneurs grinding on each episode. My goal for this podcast is to help you realize that giving up is never an option. If you missed the last episode, be sure to download it after you tune in today. Before I introduce my guest, I'll share another entrepreneurial story to inspire you all. I'll now share the story of Seth Prebatch. Seth was a freshman at Princeton in 2017 and dropped out just a year later. In 2011, he led a company that was worth nine figures. He was an entrepreneur for many years that dated back to high school because he ran a print manufacturing startup that was called Postcard Tech. Now he calls himself the chief ninja of Svengar, which is a real-world location-based gaming system and also its new mobile payment service, Level Up. When he left Princeton, he was quoted saying, People think that running a startup while in school is actually an option and a recipe for success, and it's just not, he says. And if you want to be a big startup while you're in school, you either end up failing as a startup or failing at school or doing okay at school, but the startup is going to, for lack of better terms, be forced on hold until the time you graduate or go full time. He said he had no regrets in his decision to leave school because of everything that he did. He took a big risk, and as entrepreneurs, that's something we do a lot. Derek, what'd you take away from his story? Yeah, I mean, um, I, I like that uh, he just he went for it. You know, I think um, too many people box themselves in because of some modern uh, cookie cutter type of path uh, that so many people think you have to follow because other people tell you that you have to. Uh, I just I don't think there's there's the one size fits all for success. Um, so, and sometimes you got to do what he did and just, just go for it. I love it. Absolutely. That voice you just heard is the sound of today's guest. My guest on the show today is someone I met through a friend. My longtime friend, Matty Free, said his company is hosting a podcast and they would love to have me on. So I traveled there when I was visiting my family in New York and I went on their Under the Rock podcast and made friends with the host as well. He's also an entrepreneur, so I had to have him on my show. Allow me to introduce Derek Bliss. Derek, thanks for coming on my show. Hey, Vincent. Yeah, no, hey, I, I really appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, it was it was great when you came on Under the Rocks podcast. And uh, you have an unbelievable story. And it was a great time. But, um, you know, thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Would you mind previewing just a bit of your story and what led you to what you're working on today? Yeah, so um, I mean, we're we're a digital marketing services company, and um, we we kind of started, um, you know, really with nothing. Uh, I know you know you probably heard that story a few times, um, but it's true. And we really didn't have much more than um, the ability to craft deals. Uh, we didn't, we weren't, um, you know, funded with you know capital, but uh, really we we just we were equipped. Uh, or armed with uh, creativity. And uh, that's how we were able to kind of make moves in the early years and acquire really what I think, you know, all great businesses are based upon, which is, you know, the people, top talent. Um, So, I mean, that's, 
you know, kind of a little preview of, of the story, but you know, I'm sure we'll get into more of it. Absolutely. Derek, it's time for the big five. On each episode, my guest and I will go over these five questions to help you, the listeners, learn what it's really like to be an entrepreneur. Are you ready to go, Derek? Uh I think so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> when did you realize that either you weren't happy with what you were doing or you just needed that change to truly start this entrepreneurial journey? Uh, you know what? I mean, I've always kind of uh, felt, you know, deep down somewhere. Sometimes it was maybe hiding a little deeper um, that, you know, it was it was something that I wanted to do. You know, being an entrepreneur, being a business owner, doing something on my own, creating something. Uh, but the, the better, I guess, more truer answer to your question is uh, long before that I actually took the leap. You know, I was uh, I was working my way up through, you know, a corporate type of position uh, doing sales and marketing stuff. But um, for a while, probably a couple of years, uh, I really, really wanted to just go off on my own and uh, and do something. And I have, you know, some ideas. Um, and I had, you know, taken little actions here or there, but, um, it wasn't until I, I got the, uh, the proper motivation, uh, in the form of, you know, something major happening that just, you know, thrust me into action to, to go and do it. Absolutely. So how, how long have you been on this current project with, with, uh, Thump? Um, it was, uh, 2012 really. So I would say, um, you know, we really got rolling. So yeah, it's about almost eight years. That's amazing. So we're coming on a decade of business. You know, they say most entrepreneurs, their startups don't last that first year, but if you do. Oh yeah. And you know what? I'm not surprised by that. Um, even two years, three years, four years, I, you know, I, if I'm being honest with you and, and your listeners, uh, I can't tell you how many times that I just wanted to, um, you know, I just had that, that conversation inside, you know, and just, you know, what should I, should I throw it in? Should I stop this? This is crazy. You know, it's used so many bad days, so many roadblocks, so many walls. Um, but that little voice tells you to just keep going. So. That's the thing. There are so many walls you hit in entrepreneurship. It just seems when one thing's working, the next thing isn't. And it's just a, it's a cycle of that over and over again. It's, you know, it's not for the uh, the faint of heart, but, um, but you know, you stick with it. Uh, you believe, you know, even when on the really bad days, you just believe deep down, you know, where you're going, uh, what it's going to be eventually. You're not in it for, you know, the first 12 months, 24 months, you know, you're in it for the long haul. Absolutely. Well, that's a good segue, I think, to what do you think one or two of the most difficult parts of being an entrepreneur are for you? Now, you're doing your own thing, about eight years in the business. What's difficult for you? Uh, well, yeah, it's, uh, you know, ask me on, on any day of the week, I'll give you something different. But, uh, you know, <laughs> just overall two things. Um, you know, one thing is, you know, in those tough times, everyone is really eager to hear about how much it's sucking and, uh, you know, how bad you're doing, right? Everyone wants to hear that stuff. But um, when you start to succeed after you finally, you know, you've, you've gone through basically hell and back and you start to succeed, uh, people kind of act like, well, you got lucky. It was just, uh, yeah, no big deal. And nobody really wants to hear about that anymore. Right. Uh, you know, that, that's something just keep in mind. You know, you don't you don't need to get mad about it. You don't need to have a chip on your shoulder about it. 
Um, but that's, you know, for me, I found a bit of human nature and, you know, things are doing a little bit better now. And nobody wants to talk about that, you know, so just yeah, keep, <laughs> keep your mouth shut and keep moving. Um, the other thing is, um, you know, the working seven jobs, you know, or throw whatever number you want to throw. Yeah, let's it. talk about that. But, uh, you know, you're, you're working at a high number of different jobs uh, and you're getting paid a lot of times, um, you know, for zero jobs. Yeah. Right. You have no promise. There's nobody sitting there promising you anything that, you know, this uh, is going to pan out. You know, for sure it's going to work. You you really you're on a tightrope and you have no safety net below you. Right. So, um I mean, I, I think one of the saddest things is is when people, you know, pour their heart and souls into businesses like a restaurant or a shop, and um, it, it just doesn't work out. But uh, even sadder than that is if they don't keep going uh, because of that, because if they do keep going, they try to push forward and make the corrections and, and learn from what happened and don't give up, you are going to be successful. But um, but it's hard, you know, there's, there's nobody uh, guaranteeing you anything. And you got to know that going in. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times in the beginning of the entrepreneurship journey, more so when, like you said, everybody's quick to hear when you're down, but then when you start oh, yeah. doing good, things just change. And, you know, especially in your inner circle of friends, how the support just distance and, you know, it's just something to get used to, but now it's just, there's nothing personal. I take it all in this business. Everything's constructive or, it's moving past. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's never really personal. It's it's you know, and and luckily it's a it's a, usually a smaller you know minority group of people that are uh, you know you kind of put into that bucket. And there, there's you know there's enough good people and supportive people that you know that's the stuff you want to keep in mind and uh, you know use to, to fuel you uh, or the other stuff if that fuels you more you know use whatever works for you um, you know. Well, my Absolutely. I agree with that. I mean, just stay focused on your own mission. Sky's the limit. I mean, you mm -hmm. know that best now. You said eight years and the ups and downs, but maybe with business and maybe a personal thing, Derek, what is one of your greatest failures or lesson learned and what did it teach you? Why is it stuck with you all the way up till today? Uh, single greatest, uh, one greatest. I don't know. I, I you know, I'm, I got a greatest hits of failures uh, album dropping soon, but um, you know, I started a business running alongside Thump Local, um, which produced directories and, um, it was like a print type of business and it provided a really great value to the clients that, um, you know, bought into it. And, uh, you know, the team, uh, itself, uh, did an amazing job up against, uh, the environment that we were in. So like, you know, I would say, I know this is, it's not sounding like a failure yet, but so my, the failure was not on uh, the product. It was not on the team's execution of it, but the failure was, um, I think, on me to some extent to say, um, you know, we should have transitioned. Eventually, we transitioned those clients into a more digital space. Uh, so my failure there is um, probably should have, you know, made that disconnected that emotional part of it sooner and said, hey, you know what, look around at the environment, you know, don't be so rigid, make the adjustments, make the transition, uh, probably should have done that 
a little sooner than we did there. Um, so that's that's a lesson learned. You know, it's you, you don't want to change your core principles uh, for your business, right? Whatever makes your business special, but don't be so rigid that you don't adapt and adjust to the environment around you and what the market is kind of uh, calling for a little bit more loudly. Every industry you're in, you have to stay up with the times. You have to keep evolving. Otherwise, you're a laggard behind. Very true with the technology and digital age, like you're saying. There's a window where a lot of companies might probably didn't make that window. To be yeah. honest, a lot of companies who did wait, it was a split second if you think about it. Yeah. You know, AOL back in the day. and No, it's, yeah, you, you snap your fingers. And um, so you, you really got to, uh, you know, pay close attention and, and make those make those changes. Sometimes it's, it's hard because it's not what got you to where you are, but throw that out the window. You know, <laughs> that, that kind of thinking is, is not good for you. It's, it'll hurt you in the end. Absolutely. As you evolve, you know, you're always learning from people in your industry, learning from other people, gaining different perspectives. If you could choose to have a conversation to learn from any entrepreneur, Derek, dead or alive, who would it be? Paint the picture for us. Maybe where are we talking? What are we talking about? Oh, uh, well, I'll go, uh, you know, people who I, I could still have a conversation with, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say, uh, you know, one guy I was trying to get a hold of was Damon John, uh, who's, uh, you know, on Shark Tank. And um, I, I actually I have a, uh, a really awesome I think it's an awesome idea for a new concept of shoe. And I actually secured a utility patent. I have a patent on it. Uh, and I, I've actually tried to reach out to him on uh, several occasions to no uh, <laughs> to no return messages, but uh, yeah, Damon John, if you're listening, let's talk. I got something that's kind of cool. But um, yeah, so I mean, I I want to kind of um, get some insight from somebody like that. That's kind of I think maneuvered in uh, you know bigger kind of uh, more complex deals than I've maneuvered in. I maneuvered it, you know, many, many deals, um, you know, to get to where I am now without having the lack of funds, you have to get creative, you know, to get people on board. Uh, maybe you have to make deals for, you know, people coming on as partners or, uh, you know, borrowing money if, it, if the terms are the right thing. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's he's he's on a, a higher level uh, dealing with, you know, probably larger corporations and. Uh, his own large corporation, and yeah, just love to pick somebody like that's brain for a while. That would be that would be cool, and give him my idea. Maybe <laughs> maybe he hates it, but I don't know. Love to at least at least to hear that he doesn't like it. That would be good. Well, it's incredible you have a patent. I do know the amount of work that goes into obtaining a patent. I know it's not an yeah. easy thing, and I've thought about many things many times, and just never happened. I, I got a great patent lawyer. Uh, if you uh, if you need him. You know, wow, appreciate uh, let that. me know. And yeah, it's a process and you, it, you know, it's time and it's money. Yeah. Uh, and again, no guarantee that it'll ever get in. That's but right. if you can't find anything that really matches what it is when you do a, you know, patent search and you can, yeah. I mean, you can do a quick thing on, I think it's um, Google has a whole patent website. Oh, okay. like Google.com uh, slash patents or patents.google.com or something where you can literally search all you know existing patents to see if somebody's already patented your idea or not 
But um, anyway, I don't want to get off on a tangent, but but maybe maybe interesting for some well, entrepreneurs. Well, I think it's I think it's a good thing to talk about because now we're going to look into the future a little bit. You're talking about patents. Now let's look one year and five years, Derek. Where do you see yourself in all of your entrepreneurial endeavors in one year from today? What are we seeing from Derek? Yeah, I mean, I I really it's a it's a tough question. Um, I want to my goal day in day out is um in in a year out is to offer more value to uh, our clients and and more benefits and perks to our employees. So that's always my focus. Uh, you know, it, we're in an ever-changing uh, landscape, digital marketing. So, I, you know, I'm, I want to, in one year from now, be able to say I'm offering, I've scoured everything, every service out there, and I want to be able to say I'm offering the most valued service to uh, our clients and grow the number of employees that we have. You know, we uh, I'd, I'd like to, you know, within the next five years or so, you know, triple the amount of staff that we have uh, because we're providing that value. Right. We've created kind of a pretty cool culture at Thump Local. Um, and the, the team, the members of Thump, the, the amazing people, and they really enjoy, I think, you know, coming to work every day and, and sort of the family uh, atmosphere that we have here. And I just want to be able to bring more people into that, you know, and, and change people's lives, you know, for our customers and for our, uh, our great team members. Um, you know, we, we help our, our clients to really grow their business and they get to hire more customers based on the marketing that we do. Their phones ring more. They need more staff to handle their work, you know, so I know it's not that specific, but that's kind of, you know. Oh, yeah, I've, I've, I've been there and it is a pretty special thing you got going on there. You feel it when you walk in the door, when everybody starts interacting with you. It's a nice culture you've built there. Um, but let's delve a little deeper then. Five years out, what are we saying? Yeah, five years. Um, well, I mean, as far as a thump local goes, I mean, I just want to continue to grow out. Um, you know, we're in several states now, so, you know, keep adding more states, of, you know, right. where we have an impact on people's businesses. Uh, five years, you know, maybe we've covered, you know, half the United States. I that'd think be, we're in about six cool. states right now. Yeah, so um, I think that's realistic. And, you know, I have other interests as well. So in five years, you know, maybe I'm I'm kind of starting the ball rolling on you know some of my other entrepreneurial endeavors, and I'm sure you have other people that come on this show that, uh, you know, it's usually not just a one-time situation where you've kind of started a business. You know, I've started several businesses already. Yeah. Um, you know, and and I have a lot more ideas in mind, but you just have to be smart about it. You know, you just can't go off in too many directions. You're only one person. Uh, you get your, get a sound team in place and, you know, that allows you eventually to focus a little more on, you know, maybe another idea. Uh, if you have the right people surrounding you, you can do amazing things, but don't do that too quickly where everything's dependent on you. And now you're stretched too thin. And uh, basically what happens is you're juggling too many balls. They all drop. So, no, don't want to kill anybody's enthusiasm. Enthusiasm makes the world go round. But, you know, just be smart about it. Think it through. Yeah, a lot of times 
um, you hear, and it comes up sometimes in the podcast where the team is everything. You can be the best, but you need the team around you. I've had a few people on the podcast credit their team as well. So I do enjoy how you did that because you have to appreciate those around because they help you grow and you grow from them. Everybody's perspectives helps everybody grow emasculate. Uh, absolutely. I mean, if you're if you're looking to start any type of business, you want to be successful, uh, start looking around to find, you know, top people to get on board, whether that's through smart partnership deals or, you know, borrowing money or however you have to do it. But get good people and you'll you'll see it start to like magic start to take off. Absolutely. People, people, people. Well, thanks so much, Derek, for coming Absolutely. on. I know our listeners are going to see all the value in our episode today. I enjoyed right. how you started the Big Five with talking about how you always felt the need to be an entrepreneur and you followed your dreams and did it right into the difficult parts and then why you wanted to choose. Uh, man, I loved everything about your episode. You had a great job today. Thank you. It's, awesome. time for the, it's time for the last word, though, Derek. Is there something you want to say to our listeners that we didn't get to touch on today? Uh, you know, the most important thing is, is I think we kind of started the show and we'll end it maybe the same way is, um, is go for it. You know, it, it's, it may start out as something that, um, it is not exactly what it's going to end up being. It's a, you know, business is a living thing. It evolves, right? So be comfortable with the fact that you go out there, you know, you learn, you're going to fail a little bit. Um, and, and let it evolve into what it's, it's going to be without being so rigid in, in its, in its principles there. And, um, the only way you're going to know is by doing it. Go for it. I love it. Would you mind sharing your social media, the website or ways for our listeners to follow these entrepreneurial endeavors? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, uh, you can always check us out, thump local on everything, uh, Instagram and, you know, Facebook and all that stuff. Uh, I think I'm, I'm Derek J bliss on, um, on uh, you know Instagram and then um, our podcast that we do is not always entrepreneurial stuff, but it's it's called Under the Rock. Um, yeah, so, you want to touch on that a second? Just briefly describe what it's about. Yeah, it's it's basically uh, we're on this journey to kind of get to know people on a uh, little deeper of a level, uh, kind of knowing their uh, you know their stories and where they come from and what makes them who they are. What's kind of below the surface? Like a lot of times we know people from a um, hey, you know, this is what you look like. This is what you do for a living. This is how you speak. This is where you come from. But, you know, we want to dive a little deeper and kind of start to understand people um, and their story and maybe get their message out there because uh, everybody has a story. And a lot of times there's, there's some really interesting stuff we can find out. So that, that's the gist of it. Yeah, I had a great time on there. Remember to check out the show on Instagram and Facebook at your favorite morning podcast and on Twitter at Podcast by Lancey. Of course, my handles are at Vincent A. Lancy on all social media and YouTube, and my website is VincentALancy.com. Be sure to check out my book, Left for Dead, A Story of Redemption, on Amazon now, but be sure to DM me or email me. I want to hear what you think. If you enjoyed today's episode, please continue listening and rate what it's really like to be an entrepreneur five stars. I work hard to find value delivering stories for you on each episode. And as always... I will end the show with a quote that inspired me and know it will for you too. And this one's from Vijay Sharma, founder of Paytom. He said, if you are not getting traction on your idea, you try a few things. You try pushing harder, cleaning up something, building up to something aggressively. But if it doesn't get traction, then don't bother. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you all in the next episode of what it's really like to be an entrepreneur.